When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees, and you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street, episode 181. The Yankees made a trade. And a lot of people were upset. Some are still upset. Some sitting next to me are still upset. I had a little bit of time to think about it. I'm not as upset. I was, I will say I was shocked. And I think the shock factor, if you were following along on our social media, there was a lot of shocked posts being thrown out there. I think the only one that actually is still upset is Chandler. We'll dive into that a little bit more. Maybe, well, I don't know what Murph's feeling, but I think me and Damon are kind of on the same page here, not to not to show our hand a little bit, but I've had some time to think, and uh, this episode, by the way, is going to be only about, obviously, the trade. There's nothing else that we're going to talk about. We're going to continue with your regularly scheduled programming uh, tomorrow. Another roll call coming to you tomorrow. Joey Gallo's roll call will be uh, tomorrow if he doesn't get traded. So, um <laughs> Honestly, when we posted the Glaber, <laughs> the Glaber roll yeah, call yesterday, and I'm I'm glad I'm glad he hasn't been traded yet because there were I don't know if there were rumors that he was going to get traded to Oakland for Olsen. That's out the window now because Olsen's off the market. But we will get into the trade and all the implications and potentially break some news. Hopefully, while we're recording this, it's 10 o'clock on Monday. While recording this, um, I would like the Yankees to make another move. Uh, I guess before we get into this. My take on it when it just happened was like this. This this has to be a setup move for other stuff um, that has not happened yet. I don't think it's necessarily dead. But after hearing Cashman's comments, Cashman was like basically sidestepping the question if we had room in the budget for more moves, and he said kind of what he's been saying for the past couple of years, like uh, you know, the Steinbrenners put a lot of money into this current team. We'll make some moves, but we'll see type thing. So. Uh, don't get your hopes up, but there are people out there still. Freddie Freeman would be great. I don't think we're gonna get him. I think we're gonna end up with Rizzo. But I don't know. I don't know why I'm going down a rabbit hole right now. How are we doing, boys? Good, not great. Okay, Chandler. Good, uh, couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, yeah I, think <laughs> I think that's fine. I'm, I'm fine. I think you sound I, really sad. I I just don't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I don't care. Like, I know his saber metrics are good, and I know that uh, Isaiah Kenner Falefa. Falefa. I'm not even trying to be an asshole. It's just that's going to take me a second. I. It's just if if you're going to put yourself on a budget and spend the money that you spent to bring over Josh Donaldson, do it for somebody that's going to move the needle. I don't think you got better. Uh, you may have got better, but I don't think it's be- enough to win anything of significance. Well, if you're going to put yourself on a budget and you're going to make a move that's substantial, that's going to push you over the luxury tax, do something that's actually going to have like a deep impact. I don't think that replacing what we who we gave up with what we brought in that's not the that's not the swinger. That's not what's going to put you in the World Series. That's not going to win you the division. There's holes everywhere. For the money that you spent right there, you could have signed Rodon, which we need a starter. I've said it time and time again. We have four starters. Domingo's on the IL to start the season, which we just found out today. Like, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It, it, to me, it's a very, very lateral move, a more expensive lateral move. You, you, like I said, you may get very, very, very minimally better, but that's about, like, cool. Well, I think, that, like, to Terrell's point before when he said that this is – it looks like this is – going to be a setup move for something else and I think that after after taking time to think about it a little bit more 
if there is a move, another move to come, which I really hope there is, and it is, and if the move is, is of significance, then I am a much, much bigger fan of this trade right now. However, if we don't make any other moves and we just kind of call it there and we just go into the season like this, then I think this is, I'll look back on this and be like, this is probably not the smartest move considering everything that's, that's been happening. But, you know, if we go out there, we sign some more pitching, maybe we get another bat somewhere. Then you know I think that this actually makes a lot of sense, but that's all that's pending those things happening. My only this positive spin, be. no, well, my only positive spin on this, and I've been a big switch it up guy for a long time, especially last year when we were just the same shit every single game. So that's my one thing that's kind of grounding me. I was my initial reaction, I was you know a, a lot of shock factor, but I was pretty upset. And then what's kind of grounded me since then is the you know, mixing it up factor. I still don't think that it's enough to, like I said, win anything of significance, but at least they're mixing it up, I guess. That's that's my positive take on it. If well, we said for the longest time, like, what's the definition of insanity? Running the same thing back, expecting yeah. different results. So I am very much aligned with you on that. Like, I'm glad at least we did this. And the big, the big fucking positive that everybody hasn't mentioned yet, Gary's fucking gone. So yeah. I'm personally, uh, if you... <laughs> If you don't already know, I'm not a Gary supporter. None of us I are. I don't like Gary Sanchez. So if you're a Gary supporter, then I'm sorry for your loss, but I'm not really because it's my gain. So I, he sucks. He's gone. He may not even fucking start. I think he's going to have a terrible year. And and to the Gary supporters who uh, are still here after I just shit on Gary, if, I can't wait for like him to hit one home run. And then everybody was like, oh, my God. Like, look what, this, look what we gave away for just fucking a bag of balls. I, the only thing that you mentioned before that I'm upset about the seal now that I've had time to mull it over, I, th- I there's a lot to like about it. It's lateral. The money is the only thing. But when you take the money that comes off the books from Gary and Geo combined, it's not as egregious because Kiner Falefa's deal is not as large. I think he's owed like $5 million. I think it's it's still a, a big margin, but 23 plus the 5 they were getting on this side of the deal. And then... I forget what the two, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know Gary and, and Geo's combined are a little bit, they, they close the gap it's a little like bit. So five. Yeah. Regardless, it's not just 23 of a difference. The money doesn't make sense. And the one thing that I saw on Twitter as well is like they, and I'll pull it up so I don't butcher it, but you guys have all seen it. It's about the, the Bryce Harper thing. But, and I'll give some credit here. Neil Keefe said, the Yankees didn't want Bryce Harper at 25.3 AAV when they would have gotten him in age 26 to 38 seasons, but they do want Josh Donaldson for ages 36 and 37 at 24 million. So I mean, that yeah, makes that, no that sense, makes... and they didn't want to sign Harper because they needed to extend Judge, but they haven't even done yet. So that's, that's a little bit curious player. to me, and it, it is a good comparison because it's just like it's not. I don't think it's good. I think I think that's a little short sighted, in my opinion. But Murph, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna like. I mean, I if you look at the Donaldson thing, like Donaldson is better, way better than most thirty-eight year olds are gonna be, and you can't guarantee three or four years ago that Bryce Harper is gonna be that good in his year twenty and win another MVP, like and win another MVP. You don't he's know. Twenty-seven. Nobody was worried about paying him when he's 38. They were worried about, you know, paying that long of a contract for him at the time. Yeah. Because we already had some other contracts. And we were thinking at the time Gary was still good. Somebody we were thinking about resigning. We had just brought over Stan. Like, you know, there, it, it didn't make sense at the time. And I think we're in a very different situation. I still don't think the Donaldson deal is a good idea. Obviously, I don't want to pay him 30 or $25 million a year. But I don't think it's the same thing at all. I just don't, like I said, I just don't understand it. Because your whole thing is getting younger, getting cheaper, was what you've been doing the last few years, is shedding luxury tax money so you can make a big, splashy move, allegedly, and then this is your move. This doesn't move the needle. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, If you're going to spend that money, make it make sense. Put, put the money that's going to... That's gonna win you a championship. I know, but just saying, but just saying that, like, oh, I, I, we can spend. Why would you spend twenty five million dollars on John Donaldson when you can spend twenty three on Bryce Harper? That's just it's not the right way to look about it. It's well, like no, it's not. But also, I'm, no, we're I'm past a, that now. We're talking about just this yeah, move. I'm in just general. talking about the move. In I general. know, but I'm just saying, put that. I'm putting that in perspective. Like, okay, let's let's take let's actually like dissect. You have 
Urshela for um, Falefa, right? Like, those are two very similar players. Falefa had, what, he had more hits than anyone else in the Yankees lineup last year. I'd say that's an upgrade by a, by a small amount. It's an upgrade by a small amount. And it's at a position that we literally have no player at. So he's the stopgap shortstop that we were talking about. He's the perfect stopgap shortstop. And we've all been talking about, we're all saying we want that. Great, cool. I'm okay with that. And now we're just trading, essentially, Gary Sanchez for Josh Donaldson, which we all hate Gary Sanchez on this podcast. I think that he, he was a terrible defensive player. He's a liability behind the plate. He was not a good hitter for the majority of the season. And Josh Donaldson is an upgrade offensive. Uh, sorry, yeah, an upgrade offensively. And, again, like Marv said, he's not a bad player for a 38-year-old. And then we take a look at the, these contracts right now. Gary still Sanchez was field too. Sorry, still good that? in the field. Still good in the field. Yeah, you would think if he's thirty-eight, he's not good in the field. But he was actually making. He, you know, he's pretty good in the field. So now, so now we're taking a look at it even more. We he's have, a small downgrade from Geo's defense, I think. Yeah, he's I, very uh, capable yes. on defense, and you get a very but, large upgrade with the bat. I think but the offense levels that out. Potentially why? Because if he stays on the field, you're saying? If he stays on the field, or he's also. 30, I mean, you could say that about literally. He anybody. played 135 games last year. I mean, he, he has been had him having missed, a few injuries, but like, I don't know. You, you said the same thing about Luis Severino. I can't just assume injury. So, this guy played more than Luis Severino last year. So Luis Severino had Tommy John at twenty six. Josh right, Donaldson now we're just getting out thirty six. <laughs> just saying, if you're a big proponent of not assuming injury. So I, wait, wait, let me just finish one thing. So, but then, so now we have. If we're just doing players, not counting money, I think this is a great deal. Okay. And now we look at the money part of it. We're playing, what's Donaldson, 25? That was a yeah, year? 20, 20, okay, Gary, Sa- Gary Sanchez and Gio Show last year or combined made over $14.5 million. So what's the difference of that? About $10 million. I know it's not exact, but I'm just trying to put everything in perspective right here. Like, it really isn't the worst deal in the world. And I think that we got a little bit better, and even though we, we were spending a little bit more money, but... At the end of the day, I think that it's... We paid it, up $10 it's million a, it's dollars to, to increase, I think, in A both, position we didn't have and a yeah. bat in the lineup. I think after thinking about it for a while, I'm very, very happy about it. I, I think Josh Donaldson's bat is going to play. He would be the third best, the third, third most productive offensive bat on the Yankees last year behind Stanton and Judge. Um, he, he had a very good year. He's he's a very good player. Twenty six bombs, seventy two RBIs, can, and bet bet two forty seven last year. He I mean he's old, but and I mean there's universal DH. He can mix and match in the DH spot. We can have DJ move over to third base depending on what happens at first base. Like if we have options with him, I think he's I, mean, I think he's gonna be good. I think he's gonna be just fine. Um, Counter Falefa, I'm actually pretty excited about. I think, he, and we said this yeah. before. I think Counter Falefa is almost a carbon copy of Gio. Like just based on the optics of how he's treated it since he's came over, he tweeted, you know, I've always wanted to be number two. Like good answer. That's what you want to do the first thing <laughs> as soon as you get traded to the Yankees. And then he posts a video of him shaving. He looks happy. All this that. Uh, he's young too. He's like 25 years old. He's turn, 26. 26. Yeah. I mean, he he's a good defensive player. He's his mother's favorite kid, like we always used to say about Gio Rochelle. seems like the same personality. I, I'm very excited about it. I think he has a lot of upside. He's only been in the league for like three years. What do you got, Murph? He reminds me a little bit more of Odor, and it might just be because he <laughs> came from Texas and shaved his beard. But That's exactly, exactly the same. why. They are the polar opposite player profile. <laughs> that is identically why. I mean, his stats in 2021, I'm not even going to think talk about that anymore. That was just ridiculous. <laughs> but he, he slashed 271, 312, 357 slugging, uh, eight home runs. He actually has speed, too. So 20 stolen bases last year. That's something that the Yankees desperately need. That's something that we haven't mentioned before. Um, and, and the hits. He would have the most hits on the Yankees last year. This is something we need more of, and it's Pretty much, a, 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 I'd say it's pretty close to exactly the player that Gio was. Except he's a true shortstop and he won a gold glove over, over Gio. So, and he's faster. I, 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 I think Counterflop is great. And I think this has a potential to be a diamond in the rough. Like, yeah. like we found Gio, but we found Gio when he was even less than this. I think there's more upside. Because the starting point that Falef is at now, I think he can even get better than that. Geo started out as like, who the fuck is Geo? There's the articles that we always read, if only Geo or Shella could hit. And then he, he turned into this. I think Kiner Falefa can, can take off a little bit. He, I mean, if you look at his game log, he really hasn't played that many games. Last year was his first year as a starter. I mean, I guess 2020 he played a bunch of games too. But like 
He hasn't had it. This is his second full season as a starter. I'm happy that we have Kiner Falefa. I would have liked to see. I think he would have been the perfect cherry on top, not a centerpiece of like reshaping the infield, if that makes sense. Like, I think if you went out and you got Olsen, which obviously they're not doing, or Freeman, which again, they're not going to do, or you went out and got an impact bat somewhere, or you got a real game changer on the mound, you got a Rodon, or you went out and traded for Sean Mania, and then at the end you wrapped it up a nice little bow we spent, you know, on XYZ. We're going to go ahead and bring in a defensive first shortstop that is going to get you some base hits. He's going to steal some bags, and he's an awesome dude. Awesome. Tie a bow on it. Offseason, I would give that an A. But I wouldn't even say he's a cherry your, on top, If he's though. your marquee, if him and Donaldson are your only two moves, like I just don't. Oh, you're saying for the whole. Okay, I'm yes. for the whole offseason. Yes, I'm just there saying, needs to be. I don't right think this is a lateral move like. by any means. I think that we did upgrade from this move. I think we won this deal. We got rid of fucking like yes. You're in the in the grand scheme of the offseason, there needs to be more. Agreed. Yes, that's what I'm but saying. But when you if if this were to be the only move, and you're not even talking about like whether or not you needed more or not, this deal standalone, we won this deal. I think hands down. We got rid of. Look at what we got rid of. Gary Sanchez, useless. And if anyone who I've seen comments out there that says we should have got more out of Gary, my own friend Dragon said we need should have got more out of Gary. There is nothing you can get out of Gary. He had no value whatsoever. I'm not sure if anybody who is listening to this saw the the clip that we posted of all the, the miscues we of Gary. Had I had to, I had to really million dollars. Okay, to get rid of him. This deal, yeah, I'm exactly. On your oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I, I didn't know yeah, what you meant. You I thought you were getting back. No, <laughs> I I'm on your going side, back to that. dickhead. No, I got that. So now we got rid of Gary Sanchez, and we, that was why we had to pay the contract because he was nothing. He was a, he was the throw in. <laughs> Gary Sanchez was throw in. Gio was the one that was actually moving the needle in this deal. And the money. So we paid money and Geo for two upgrades at two positions. I'm very happy about it. And one thing that we also weren't talking about with Kiner Falefa, this is the, we were talking, and it seemed like they were after Kiner Falefa for like two years now. And they like him as a stopgap. And this also very much tells us that they are very high on Anthony Volpe because we didn't go sign a shortstop. We're not going to sign a shortstop for those that still think we might. They think Volpe's going to be the guy, and I, I don't know if I if I believe that because Yankees prospects haven't really been. Year old. I know, and but it, that's that's what it's telling us. They're riding with Volpe. Volpe's going to be the guy, just, and this is the piece of perfect stopgap for now. We can say it's a lot of pressure to put on a twenty-one-year-old all we want, but it seems like at a certain point you got to let your prospects go through this. Well, I know, but I saw a tweet the other day. Nobody's going to complain if. You have like Seeger or Correa, and then Volpe's ready. You're like, oh shit, now I have to act. Fuck, now I have to play Correa and I have to play Volpe. Darn. Like, that's a good problem to have. Just. No, but they think that they don't have to spend up because he'll be that guy. It's not a matter of getting both. It's like, we don't have to spend the money here, albeit they should have spent that money on Donaldson elsewhere because you're saving money by not going after Correa. But that's the plan. It's not a matter of like, oh, yeah, it wouldn't be an issue if we go oh, darn, we have to bring up Volpe. It's no, we we're, they are going after no shortstops to save money and put it elsewhere because they think Volpe is the guy at shortstop. Didn't happen because they allocated the money to a 36-year-old playing third base. I agree with you there, but that's not. I'm, I'm just saying if Volpe comes up, and I think he's going to be great, don't get me wrong, and I, I hope he is the best shortstop of all time. But if he comes up and he is not – that caliber of player. If he's not a mega star, then you whiffed on the biggest shortstop free agency class in the history of baseball. And that's a pretty big mistake. You don't make up for that in a year. That's, that's a, a huge, point. huge, huge, huge mistake that you just made because you're banking on one guy and you're not willing to maneuver on that. That's a lot. That's what they say putting all your eggs in one basket, Luke. That's all I'm saying. Where do you think Donaldson's going to hit? It also doesn't make a lot of Where? sense to bring in a shortstop at 10, 10 years when you're two of your top five prospects are shortstops. And you and and the other thing, too, why they're more willing to possibly give Donaldson that money is because it's short term. He's out next year. And I don't know if, how much does he make next year. He doesn't make that much next year. He's, he's got $50 no, million he, he over the next two years. So divvy it up how you want. Okay. Well, regardless, <laughs> the roughly year, twenty-five a year. Four <laughs> years, it was a four-year, ninety-two million dollar deal. 
from 2022 to 2023. Okay, I didn't know if they're eating any of that. Has a mutual option, AAV of 23 million. Regardless, they went for this deal versus a career or other stuff like that because the years and. I think, honestly, another part of this is I think it's a good mix. I'm not one to prospect hug, but when you have good prospects, like Murph was saying, sometimes you got to let them fucking run through the system. And if Volpe is this guy that we think he's he's going to be, or not we think, that they think he's going to be, in four years or five years, if we have a, a top prospect that's coming through and he's playing really well, and I'm not saying, like, he'll be the next Jeter or anything like that, but if, there's, if you see him another team after we trade him away and we get uh, who knows who for him in a trade... I'd be pretty pissed if he starts be becoming that fucking stud that we could have a shortstop for years to come. So I'm not one to prospect hug, but I'm very happy that we did this because I think it was not even, and I don't, it's not a lateral move. It's like we're, we're getting some young guys. We're keeping some young guys, but we're also getting some like veterans to try and win now. But it's like, it's kind of a hybrid model of not just going for it all and ruining the farm system, but keeping some of your farm system, keeping your good farm system, and also getting some veterans to win now. It's like yeah. you know you're not this, risking the future for today. You know what this move shows me is that they're not banking on winning a championship now, and they're not banking on winning one like in the short term. They're keeping another baby bomber window open. Exactly. They're, they're putting a product out there that can compete and make a playoff, and if they get lucky – We'll see what happens. They're not going. They're not trying to win a World Series right now with this move, in my opinion. I just yeah. don't think you are. I'm not necessarily it's super duper God upset leave. that you that they're keeping a, a second wave of baby bombers to stick together. Like they have a group of prospects that are going to come up at the same time, and I'm not upset look, about look that. At the, look at the Olsen deal, though. I think they would have been fine giving up some prospects for the Olsen deal. The Braves gave up. They're number one, number two, number six, number 14 prospects. Yeah. For us, that would have been Dominguez, Volpe, Austin Wells, and then uh, the pitcher whose name I can't think of right now starts with a B. Joke's on me. But that's way too much, regardless. <laughs> like, yeah, no. we're, we're not doing that. So no, that's, that's... Is that hot prospect hugging? No, but the Braves just won a championship, and they're trying to keep the band together, so they gave up their farm system. And they have one of the best farm systems in baseball. Well, not so only do they – but we can't. They're also but they're young. also losing Freeman, so that's why they had to put all their eggs in one. Maybe they started to, to feel in the negotiations that Freeman wasn't going to come back and they would just lose well, out on him and potentially years. also Olsen. So they went out on a limb and just got Olsen because of the fear of losing Freeman. And then like if they lost Freeman after Olsen got off the board, then they're just fucked. They also so, have all their young I, I stars locked up now. already. They've got Albies and Acuna locked up for the next eight years. For pennies yeah. on the dollar. Exactly. The so they're going to have flexibility down the road like that makes plenty of sense for them i agree yeah. with you that giving up that haul wouldn't have been worth it i would have given up you know i would have given up a substantial haul for it i know but i'm saying we wouldn't have been able to outbid them because they were in such a bind that they were they had to overpay that's why we were never even in this olsen thing that's what that's what the port said is like the yankees were in it until they saw what the Braves started offering. The second they throw out the name Dominguez or Volpe, they're, I'm out yeah. on, on a guy like Volpe. But, all, but also the Braves are kind of different like different situation where, like, a lot of their players are – they just won a championship, and a lot of their players are, like, about to enter their, like, prime. And they kind of want to keep the like the, the band together, like you guys said, and then kind of just, like, win another championship next year, which is very possible. So they kind of know that they have this, like – for lack of better words, like a short window to win another championship, and they're going for it, which I think is something that we're not doing, which is, again, different strategy, but they're going all in, apparently. I just, my whole thing with this approach that they're taking right now is when do you blend in those two things? Because you do need the veteran presence and the younger guys, you need that baby bomber plus veteran presence. Like the 2017 team was an awesome mixture. That was the perfect mixture. That was the best team we've had in a very long time. Mm -hmm. Why are you not putting money towards Judge? Why is that not a priority for you? Why have you not even discussed an extension with him? Why are you not trying to move? If Volpe's ETA is really 2023, and same with Wells, and Pariah. And Judge is gone. And the, and your big marquee guys are gone. You're just starting from scratch. So the, to me, if you're going to start from scratch, it's pointless to bring in these big 
albatross contracts for older guys now if you're not going to blend If there's it. no blueprint. If that's... there's no blueprint, if you're just starting over and you're like, all right, well, fuck, bye, guys, then, then you just took on this contract for a year for no reason. Yeah, like at least if you have a skeleton of your core people moving forward, like a blueprint, like we were saying, like Judge, judge hopefully will be there with an extension. Like Stanton will be there. Cole will be there. You could build around those guys. Those are the, the franchise guys. And then all of the rest of them kind of fill in the gaps with some prospects, some veterans, and that's that's something that you at least have as a guarantee moving forward. And we don't have that. And that but that could be like that could be just but though. that could be solved as soon as they potentially extend Judge. Which I, if they just extend Judge this offseason, bring back Rizzo, I, I'm not too super upset. I'm not. I'm not thinking. Wow, we're gonna win the World Series. The win the World Series move would have been bringing in Freddie Freeman and then extending Judge or something like that. Bringing in Correa. Yes, but I mean, I meant after this deal, like the next moves to make me say, wow, this is a World Series team, is bringing in Freddie Freeman, which I don't think is going to happen anymore. If it does, World Series back on. That's a, That would be amazing. The one through four, like we mentioned before, would be the best one through four in baseball. I mean, it'd just be ridiculous. But I think I'll settle for at least just bringing back Judge proving that you're giving a shit for the future because like you said if he walks now we're just we just have Stanton who will become more and more of a DH we have Cole who's good but like you have prospects and then you have Stanton and Cole yeah. and then and then what who knows what Glaber is like we mentioned the, on the roll call yesterday exactly. but i mean even with the rotation that's that's one of my biggest like bugaboos right now is they have done nothing nothing to solidify this rotation. You don't even, like I've said time and time and time and time again, we don't even have a five starter. So this is all bringing up these baby bombers and everything and keeping that core together is all for nothing. Unless you're banking on a rotation of Cole and then prospects because Sevy's a free agent after next year. And then you're just going to be Cole. And then you're hoping for heel Medina, Waldachuk, Clark Schmidt, all these guys to pan out to be a world series, a world series caliber one through five. When you have options like Manaya and Frankie Montas and Carlos Rodon and Luis Castillo Bassett and you, when he was out there, Bassett when he was out there, you have these options that you can get that are attainable options and you just let them all go by the wayside. It doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me. If you're saving these guys to build for another window, you need to start putting things in place, especially in the rotation if you want to actually utilize them when they come up, that's my biggest problem. I think the more that I talk about it, I think that's my biggest issue with this deal is because there was so there was more that you could do that set you up for the future. If you're not going to go for it now, which I don't think this move signifies that they're doing, I think there's way more things you could have done that angled you better in the future. That's yeah. why I'm pissed off. And the more that I talk through it, I think that's why I'm actually as upset as I am. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> So, uh, someone on Twitter, Yankee Source, uh, he pulled up a tweet from the Brian uh, from Brian Hoke that said uh, in the Aaron Boone press conference when he said, "We can win now with what we have." That quote, and then he quote tweeted that, and it was another Aaron Boone quote that <laughs> Brian Hoke asked him, and it said, "This league has closed the gap on us. We've got to get better in every single aspect." Yeah, that was a few <laughs> days ago. It's just no, I know. But I'm saying like that's relevant now. It's kind of like. He's, you know, a while ago, like, he was like, we need to get better in every single way. And then now he's just like, oh, we're, we're good with what we got. And that's just to your point, Chandler, you know, we, you know, yeah, me. obviously we got better in two places, but there's still a bunch of different places we need to improve on before we can actually like consider ourselves World Series ready. There has World to be Series another move. And I'm, not just, no re, I'm no not just saying re-sign Rizzo. There has to be. There's no way. Let me get a temperature no check way. on the Rizzo thing because I, I feel like a lot of people are writing him off just because he's not Freeman. And you're right, he's not. But I would be very happy. To, I liked Rizzo I'm when he was on the day. He was, too, but he's, he's not, he can't be the move. That, that's the reason no, that we made this. Move. But he would you be. Know, like, he's another lateral move. He's that's a cherry on top move. kind of guy. It is. We that's had him getting last a start. Year. That's not lateral. He, he's not yes. on the team right now. He's, it's adding another. It's adding a starting first baseman. Yeah, that's awesome. We're adding. We're bringing back the same – we bring back the same exact team as last year, and you put Donaldson and Kiner 
Fuck me. What is the second Falefa. one? Falefa. Falefa. Kinder Falefa. <laughs> Kinder fuck Just me. say falafel and stop short. Well, I don't want to be an asshole and say falafel because that's disrespectful. Kinder Falefa. There we go. So you're taking out Gio and Gary and you're putting in Donaldson and Kinder Falefa and you're running it back. There's got to be more. That's it. Has to be more. Has to be more. I mean, so the, the more I think would be pitching. I think they could still trade for Shamanai. They're still talking to Shamanai. They're still talking to... Uh, Frankie Montas, I think. I think you need to get them both. I think if you're serious about contending this year, you need to swing a trade for both. Or you need to get one of the two. The A's are fucking selling. I know. You need to get one of the two, and then you need to make a move for Joey Votto and Luis Castillo. And and Castillo. That that I would be okay. The Reds are absolutely like selling everybody. You you have to at least call. Let's bring back Sessa. No. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. I would. I would would like to bring back Sessa. He was great. At this point, I would too. Dude, our bullpen sucks, kind of. That's something Shipped I feel him like. to Cincinnati the second he was good. Bring him back. Look at our bullpen, though. That's something I'm, another thing that I'm worried about. What There are so many question marks in that bullpen. That's what I'm You're saying. Telling- There's so many holes in this lineup that could have been addressed, and we're just not doing it. If Freddie Freeman goes to the Blue Jays. Just quit. The Dodgers, I mean, I'd, I'd be upset. I'd be more upset if he goes to the to the Blue Jays because yes, the, Do- the, Dodge, the Dodgers would be no, we would have a harder time beating the Dodgers, but they'd we would meet them in the World Series and we could say that we made the World Series, then we'd get throttled by them. But the Blue Jays, we won't even make it out of our fucking division. We won't even make it a wild card if the Blue Jays you, get that you, much better. You, the Blue Jays can I already beat us, but adding Freeman we, and taking him away from us would we be We can technically make the wild card as the fourth team in the AL East this year. Because there are three wild card teams and then the division winner. That was music to Brian Cashman's ears. That's yeah. probably what they were talking about. Dude, I just have this horrible image. Hey, Brian, you know we can make the wild card. Yeah. The I have this horrible, horrible image in my head of like just a hot midday summer game. And we're having a bullpen game because everybody's heard and we haven't got any starters. Chad Green trots on to yeah, the mound. Chad Green comes to open it and passes it off to Jolie Rodriguez. And then you've got Vlad Jr., Bo Bichette, uh, George Springer, and fucking Freddie Freeman. Just bam, 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 bam. While Blue Jays are also talking to Kyle Schwarber now, too. Yeah, so they're going to sign him. Put those five in a row and just fucking. That's a nightmare. Yeah. That's an, that's an actual nightmare. That might be, and you're forget, you're not even counting Teoscar Hernandez. That might be, yeah. Right, that might be the Notable best Yankee killer. That might be the best offensive lineup I've seen in. in There's a, the best in offensive maybe lineup. Ever. <laughs> like that, that lineup could be the best offensive lineup ever if that's assembled. They're they the, don't probably the best right either. now. Yeah, and they have they have pitching and they have everything. Their bullpen's bad, but yeah, but. It doesn't matter when you're when you're putting up you're football scores. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. That doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. Well, they didn't get him yet, and they didn't get Schwarber yet either. So, let's not talk about that. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty least, big thing. At least we're what not do you, uh, What do you guys think about? Let's just not say realistically, but if this would happen, Joey Votto. I would love it. Yeah, I think that's a good move. I think Joey. I was I was out on it when you said it originally, Chandler. What's he earlier. making? 25. He's making a decent amount of money. He's their only I bad mean, contract, so they might yeah, actually. He's not get a rid bad contract. He almost won an MVP last year. No, I mean, he's, the, he's the only. He's the Reds' only big contract. I well, they say. had Eugenio Suarez, but they traded him, so he wasn't even that big of a contract. I thought he was around 20. I mean, yeah, around 20. Like they basically they were getting rid of him and Winker, who didn't have like they weren't offloading them because of their contracts. They were just selling the team. It's just, dude. I, I think right now I would, out of the options available, and I'm not including Freeman on that because we're not getting Freeman. I think that's just wishful thinking. And if you think we're still getting Freddie Freeman, put it out of your head or you're setting yourself up to get hurt again. I think Votto is the best option. What are you losing with him that you're gaining in Anthony Rizzo? You, I mean, if, you're, if your issue is money earlier, he's getting paid another $25 million So is Rizzo. Year. If you're signing Rizzo, you're paying Rizzo. 20. He turned down 25 from the Cubs. Just keep that in mind. So if you're paying for a first baseman, I'd rather have Joey Votto. He's the best. He's got the best eye in the history of baseball. Hey, Todd Frazier's still out there. I actually love Todd Frazier. <laughs> Don't shit on Todd Frazier. He's only Frazier. 36. I thought he would be like 50. Dude, he's awesome. He was so good in like the World Baseball Classic. Brad Miller's still out there. Fucking love that dude in the show. 
He was really good in tap sports baseball. Yeah, there's not many uh, not many first base options out there. What do we have? It goes uh, Freddie. We're just making 16 this year. It goes, Still a lot. But. It goes Freddie Freeman, Anthony Rizzo, <laughs> 10 feet of shit, Brad Miller, uh, Yoshi Tsutsugo, Ryan Zimmerman, Colin Moran, David Vogt, Ronald Guzman, Todd Frazier. Wait, no, we have Guzman. <laughs> I know we do. So oh. we have the fifth, 16th person on this list. Mike Ford is at the bottom of this. Zimmerman so. retired. Wow, Mike Houston. Ford, what a name. Apparently, he's working out with the Yankees down in South Florida. I was listening to that judge interview. He's been working out with them every day. Good. I'm glad. Does Bert, does Chris Bryant play a little bit of first base? That's what I was... He plays everywhere. That's what I was going to say the outfield. earlier. I feel I like we should him. put all of our eggs in Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant is the a center... Point. His favorite position to play is center field. I love Chris Bryant. Great. He's my favorite non-Yankee. Bring him and Rizzo back. Just build I'd, the Cubs. I'd Rizzo. rather a fucking center fielder than a first baseman. Flavor Torres was also Eric. on the Cubs. We'd have one big happy family. They were talking Here's before the about... Well, they were talking before about like Brian Cashman sure as fuck knows how to build the locker room because Garrett Cole, Josh Donaldson, and everybody who's just the worst. They if they bring in Glaber, they I mean Glaber lost Geo. That was a big locker room guy right there too. They lost Sessa, big locker room guys. Murph likes to say, but if they bring in Bryant and Rizzo and Glaber has been with him a little bit. Chapman was on the Cubs for a little bit. We have some chemistry working here. I think just the Bryant Rizzo thing, the Brizzo. I think Cubs it, fans would punch air if we got both. Of I them. legitimately think if you, God, <laughs> they'd dude, be so upset. Chris Bryant no, would be the, an amazing, amazing get. He's like the DJ. He's a younger DJ that hits for power and plays the outfield. I feel like he hasn't been rumored to go anywhere. He's been the Rockies' number one target. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's psyched about that. <laughs> <laughs> he would come right over to the Yankees with open arms. I went the, when I went to San Francisco. That, the, I went to the uh, Giants. I think they were playing. I, the A's or the Astros or something, but his very first at bat was his first game in in uh, San Francisco. Beautiful ballpark, by the way. Home run. He's heard, is he a free agent? Yeah. yeah. What do you think yeah, we've been so talking here's, about? So here's the thing about Chris Bryant. No, the best thing about Chris Bryant right now. No, the best thing about Chris Bryant right now is that there has been no indication that the Yankees are linked to him. Which makes me think that the Yankees are linked to him. I think you're right. Look, no, because look at this. Like nobody was talking about Donaldson three days ago. You're right. Everybody in Yankees. Everybody in the state of New York hates Donaldson. No, you're right. (laughs) But the the fact is that it seems like Cashman just pulls shit out of his ass, with the exception of Cole, which who we you know we're anticipating to get. But it seems like recently it's just like, oh, okay, sure, we'll take DJ Lemayhew out of nowhere. Like I would buy a Chris Bryant jersey tomorrow. It comes out of nowhere recently. Do you think we're bringing back Brett Gardner it. within the next couple of days? It's, yes, I obviously. will be so. Brett Gardner would Brett Gardner would play for the Yankees this year for literally like a bag of nickels, dude. Brian Hoke just to be in the locker room, just I think to play. Did you guys see Brian Hoke's tweet today where he said Brett Gardner's at the spring training facility today? And it was the, <laughs> no, he wasn't. It was it was Brett Gardner's in the spring training facility today, but he was a light fixture they had as like oh. outline, and I saw it. And the camera pointed at the ground. And when I tell you I spit my food out, I legitimately, my jaw dropped. I was like, fuck. How funny would that be if he actually just showed up and waited outside? Like, those, like you know, you know, you know those, those videos of, and those stories about, like, uh, guys who wait outside the uh, like NFL stadiums and they ask for a tryout or something like that. Imagine that was, that was like Brett Willie Gardner Mays, and he had a sign outside. Yeah, like Willie Mays Hayes had a sign outside. It's like, just, I just need, need another shot. <laughs> Dude. I think Tim LaCastro effectively ended that because if I mean I don't think so at all. They signed him to a major league contract. If you've got, why do you need Hicks and Gardner and LaCastro? Like, okay, I'll just, tell you why you need Gardner with the I'll current. I'll tell you what. The, if you don't get Chris Bryant, Chris Bryant would solve that problem because he could play the outfield. But if you think that signing Tim LaCastro is the <laughs> is the thing keeping Brett Gardner from him. entering Steinbrenner Field from the curb that he's at right now, <laughs> you're so fucking wrong. I mean, you just said Aaron Hicks and Tim LaCastro are the two people that are keeping Gardner from not getting signed. Tim LaCastro just got hurt last year. Who the he fuck knows what's happening with him? Not great. <laughs> it's, it's not a good injury. A and injury. Aaron Hicks will be hurt this year. Aaron so Hicks is, need, I, and Brett Gardner plays every game. That's what they see. That's what I see. Aaron, At this Aaron point, Hicks has two games to play. Last year, if we didn't have Brett Gardner, we would have been starting Tyler Wade as Shit, the primary. Then we would have fielder. barely made the playoffs. <laughs> no, I'm just saying Brett Gardner played a lot last year. I know. There's a reason for that, which means we needed him. He was the best option on the roster. I just, which means if <laughs> But we also have Florial and 
Pariah and Lockridge and all like and we, Lockridge, yeah. Lockridge is a top twenty Yankee. I would prospect. love. I would love Brandon he's, Lockridge. He's higher him. than. Uh, he's higher than Florial now. I would. Florial, I would yeah. cream if Lockridge came up. Same. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like we've got so many center fielder prospects, and they, they're not. Gonna, they're not willing to bring them up. They just will not bring them up because they're like, oh, wait. You said Brett Gardner come back. How old is he? Fifty three. Eh, Florial. He's thirty two down there and. Triple A still hitting 400 this year. We'll go ahead and bring Gardner back. Brett Gardner's 38 years old. I mean, give it a rest, dude. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> what is your family thinking? Like, he just needs to stop. It's just so bad because they will, every time he says he wants to play, they immediately will sign him. They're just like, well, you know what? I think he says he wants to play. You know what's funny? And this is the last thing we'll say on Brett Gardner. I feel like every, the past two years when he's been free, a free agent, it's just been a mutual understanding from Brett Gardner to the Yankees. Like, hey, we're not going to talk for a while. You're going to be the last move we make, but just hang tight. <laughs> and, and he does. He hangs tight. <laughs> That's just some kind of just allegiance to the Yankees. Like, he has no plans of playing for any other team. It's just, it's just hey, hang tight. And I don't know if he's getting other phone calls and he's he's denying them. I don't. I, I think he might. He probably gets other phone other, calls. He would, he could start. Maybe he starts for the fucking Yankees, so he could start for a lot of the teams. And a lot of other teams would be interested if the Rockies, or I mean, the Rockies could go after him. Don't they have Charlie Blackman like a oh, yeah. hundred million dollar deal? He doesn't play right. He might. I don't know. Yeah, I thought he played center. All right. What else do it we want to chat matter. about? Uh, I really want Chris. I, Bryant. You know what? You know what? I can guarantee you is going to happen. What? We're going to get off this episode, and we're going to go look news. at our phones, and it's going to be like breaking news. We traded Stan for fucking Joey Votto. I love that crowd now that's like, there's an NLDH. Let's offload Stanton. It's like, are you fucking high? Have you Who seen said it? that? It's all over Twitter. Like, anytime you look at the, I've seen it so many I times. People it. are like, why don't we offload Stanton now that the NL, NL has a DH? Like, that's just stupid. He's we don't. I don't know if you guys realize this, but we don't really have a stacked hitting lineup, and we're going backwards there. Like let's let's go ahead and keep our best one of our top two. Ronald Torres is still out there. Let's bring him back. I love Ronald Torres. <laughs> he had half war last year. It's pretty good. Yeah, there's still so many people like big names that need to go. Did you really say that after I said Ronald Torres? <laughs> <laughs> Not is that what sparked that in your brain? No. Like, you know what? <laughs> he is out there still. We got we, we still Correa, Trevor we Story. Me. It just got me th- I just remembered that Trevor Story still hasn't signed it either. <laughs> yeah, him and Ronald oh, Torres. No word <laughs> so we should just bring back all of the old gang. This Bre- Brandon Drury is out there. Starlin Castro is out there. Ronald Torres. <laughs> yeah, bring them all back. Yeah, Starlin Castro. That'd be a good one. I'm pretty sure he's just Suspended for domestic violence. So <laughs> is he? Yeah, that's uh, a tough scene. Didi's out there. Is he? He's at least on the trade block. Let's see. I like Austin that. Romine's out there. Let's just recreate 2017. They're all probably that literally his late entire team is a free agent right yeah, now. Yeah, that's probably not a good sign on them. But whatever, could be fun. If we're not gonna win, we might as well recreate some magic. When do we think things will happen? <laughs> is that what we're talking about? If that's what we're talking about, we should end this fucking episode right here. What do you mean? Should we just anxious. wait? Should we just wait and just talk about our days until a move potentially happens? Uh, uh, no. I'm down. Like, when was when did the move happen last night? Like eleven thirty? I feel like the moves happen way late at night yeah. all the time. Yeah, because Brian Cash Cash- is a, he's a night owl. Dude, he's too busy during the day fielding questions of why his recently acquired trade per- piece and his fucking ace that's thirty four million dollars hate each other. He's I answering mean, questions on that when yeah. Matt Olson got traded. I, like, I'm taking, Jesus. I'm taking like no, I, I'm like not reacting at all, reacting at all to any of these press conferences. They're all fucking bullshit. I was, just, I was personally pissed off. Easy. I was pissed off when I saw Cashman on the mic. It's like, why are you not going and making deals right now? Because they're asking him why he's not going and making deals. Like, hey, yeah, everybody around you is getting better, and you, you traded for Josh Donaldson. What? Do we, what do what we you bring doing the there? Tantus back. Yeah, why not, right? He's a free agent. You know, we haven't heard a lot of David I mean, Roberts. The, the Red Sox haven't made any moves. It's true. What are they doing? What are the Reds? What is what is the boys of the Red Sox talking about right now? I think they're just waiting for the boys of Lansdowne Street. They're just watching the world burn and then just gonna pick up scraps. 
I mean, they I mean, got their Chris payroll Sale is back. fucking high. They, yeah, I mean, they got Devers and Bogarts and Sale. And their payroll is like pretty much exactly what ours is. It's like fifth, fifth in the entire MLB. Yeah, they're still better than us. You think and so? The Dodgers are still two hundred million more than them too. Somehow, dude, did you see the Mets? Like Steve, Steve Cohen. It must be fun. You know what? I'm it must be nice. It must be fun to oh, be a Mets fan right now. Oh, you know who the Red right Sox now. are in on is uh, Suzuki. They're in on Schwarber. They're in on Freeman, allegedly. I think it'd be so fun to be a Red Sox fan. Steve, or not a Red Sox, whoa, a Mets fan. Steve Cohen today literally was like, yeah, we're probably going to blow past 290. Like, <laughs> they just casually. It's like, how much time's up before the season? Two weeks? And we're at what, 280? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expect, expect us to go 290. It's like, you it's realize that's the biggest threshold, right? It's like, yeah, I mean, we want to win, right? That must be so cool. Seeing Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer warming up next to each other in the bullpen, it's like watching the All-Star game. Yeah, I mean, why else do you own a team? You, you want to win, right? Michael Pineda no. still out there. Not here. <laughs> I mean, it's time, house time. Everyone's just kind of giving the team. Jay Happ's really out there. For that. Oh, great. Yeah, lovely. He's only 39. <laughs> he fits the bill of a Yankee Brett player. Gar- Brett Gardner's right there. Yeah, we should if, if we're gonna we should lean into this. We should just be the oldest team, just yeah. be the wisest team. <laughs> when it comes down to like a, a, a nitty gritty, like you can't bunch teach experience, play, we'll absolutely make the right move, and we won't lose. On that's another benefit. We, I mean, I'm gonna use this time to continue to shit on Gary. So buckle up. <laughs> we're not gonna lose on dumb mistakes where you don't tag the person when you have a 40 foot gap. They're on third base, and you. Still let them slide in under your tag. We're not going to lose on past balls. We have great defense behind the dish now. Whether it's uh, the new guy, whatever. I don't even know his fucking name is, but he's absolutely shredded. Bicep and boy. Bicep boy, and he's got great He's got great defensive metrics. He's the highest rated defensive catcher in the Twins organization last year, and he's got very high frame rate. He's a lefty bat. Not really good at hitting right now, but like he's obviously a prospect, so that's... So take that with a grain of salt. You can't teach defense, clearly. Gary couldn't learn it. So uh, I'm happy to have the defense. And I've been talking about this for a long time, too, on the show. Is like, I'd rather just have an out there. We have so many guys who can hit on this on this roster, even as it is right now. If Higgy and this guy are just the, stop, the, the, the backstops and they can just provide amazing defense and you just take that out, and who knows, they could get hits sometimes, like, that's fine. You won't lose... Defensively, you won't lose uh, yeah, runs. What, what you won't you, get negative WAR from your defense. You'll just get nothing from offense or not. Yeah, that he's much. this guy. This new guy, from what I've heard, isn't a great hitter, but he's apparently like a just defensive wizard. Neither was Gary. I want defensive wizards. That's I'm it. Totally, they're cool not that. that many good offensive players anyway. Gary was a league average, a little bit below average hitter last year, and yeah, just last year. <laughs> no, but he was worse. But I'm saying he was he was, he was sick he was in worse before that. So he was a 170 hitter from the All Star break of 2019. I'm just so glad he's gone. I am too. And okay, here's a question for you guys: What do you think the realistic chances are that Judge gets figured out before the season? Because they said before, they're going to work in in privacy. Well, here's the thing: I, before the season, zero percent. Really? What? I wouldn't say zero. You're a little bit nuts. I mean, no. I mean, I would say like 50-50. Watch him backtrack it. No, I'm just saying Cashman said literally today, he said those conversations will happen and we'll keep them as private as we can. He's happy to be Yankee and it'd be great if we can keep him longer. He said that today? Today. He said those conversations have not happened yet today. I think we're going to just randomly see a notification out of nowhere that says Judge signed an extension. Yeah, but I don't don't think it's going to happen before the season. I don't don't know much to figure out. Dude, do they you don't know have how a dead, weird? They don't have a season deadline either. Like, you know, it can happen into the season. It's not like when Lindor said he would only sign yeah. the extension with the Mets before the season. Do you think it'll affect him if he isn't extended before the season? I mean, maybe. I mean, possible. But I in what know. way? Does he check out or does he not check out? Do you think his... he presses? Well, if you, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think I don't know that he necessarily does because just because of the pedigree of player he is, but it's. I mean, it's after a, it's a worry, it's a concern. I don't know how the Yankees front office again. I don't know how they're not concerned about stuff like this. Like well, we got we're a lot just, of shit to figure out. Yeah. Hopefully, they're doing that, and then they'll worry about Judge after that. I feel like Judge should have been priority one, two, and three. I mean, I we're mean, just four jackasses sitting on the couch, and we know that that can affect the entire team. I True mean, that. surely the. Brian Cashman makes an ungodly amount of money to do what he does and not do it well. 
you, surely yeah, he you can sniff that out. You can't really expect Judge to go out there and be like a captain-like guy if he's not guaranteed to be there next year. Exactly. He is your bona fide captain. We've talked yeah. about it before at length, and you just don't even – you haven't even spoken to him about job security. Yeah. We should just get – <clears throat> all of these home run hitters that are on the market. Like I just <laughs> like we're home run, we're home runner bust. Let's just absolutely lean into it. Yeah. We're, we're, we're too far gone this season. Sign a bunch of one year deals of guys who just hit absolute chunks, break the home run record, get Josh Peterson, uh, get Josh, Josh Peterson, Peterson. I mean, Kyle Schwarber. There's some, there's some bombs out there. Wait, Nelson no. Cruz. Jorge uh, Soler isn't he a free agent. Yeah. Jorge Soler. Is he Derek Dietrich sucks. Chris Davis can hit bombs. No, um, he can't. He can't hit anything. Are you talking he about no, no, no. water if he fell out a, of a boat? Not, oh, not yeah, a's K, Chris K, Davis. K Chris. K Chris. K Chris. Yeah, yeah. Chris with a K. Jorge Soler is a free agent. Nick Castellanos can drop some nukes. Nick Castellanos hit like 320 just, last year. Nick Castellanos yeah, why, would actually why be a good signing. He, why is he not signed anywhere? I feel Don't like he should me. have been gone by I think now. the Red Sox are in on Castellanos. Maybe I that think you're right. I actually, want I want to get Castellanos just for the sake of of being able to tweet every time he hits home run and Castellanos with a deep drive to left and that'll make it a four nothing <laughs> ball game every single time. We I can feel put like that. he's gonna be an NLDH. That's my guess. I love Nick Castellanos. He's awesome. he can't field worth. He had four and a half WAR last year. He was flirting with an MVP halfway through the year. And he, he had that he awesome good. press conference. You remember after he got um after he got suspended for not fighting and he hit a home run and they brought him over there to the fan and he handed the microphone to the fan and he was just like, yeah, Rob Manfred's a piece of shit. And he just like pointed out. He's like, yep, <laughs> he said it. Like, Speaking of the Reds, <sighs> former Reds, guess who the sixth highest person is on the Reds payroll currently for 2022. Luis Sessa. Uh, Damn, I really, Sonny, I really thought that was the one. Sonny Gray. I'll give you a hint. He retired 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. It is Ken Griffey Jr. Is it? He's on his he other payroll? He is making $3.5 million, and that it ranks <laughs> what in the Reds organization. That's bad. It sucks, too, because oh the Reds God. actually have like a pretty exciting farm system, and they just do not give a shit at all about yeah. that team. It's really depressing. That's what he said. I can always hang my hat on that. You know, we may make some very puzzling moves or lack thereof. At least we're not the fucking Reds or the Pirates. Yeah, like we're or still the going out there and compete. Or the Marlins. I'm, st- I'm, I'm still pumped we're getting baseball. Yeah, me too. I mean, how about the, how about the Padres, though? You you signed Tatis to how God knows how long, God knows how much I think money, it was like 13, 345. Yeah, and then he breaks his uh, wrist on a motorcycle. Did you see his quote? Which time? Yeah, he goes, which time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, how mad are you if you're a Padres? Remember oh, how good like, they were supposed to be? Like, Yeah, they didn't make the fucking playoffs. <laughs> Dude, that's, <laughs> a, that's a perfect example playoffs. of a team just like going all out and trying to win that next year and then just tanking. Ooh, how about this? Yeah, now they're kind of fucked for a while. No, see, they, see they, that? they mortgaged yeah. the future, and now they're just kind of fucked. We're kind of dicking around right now, but this could actually be something that's applicable to the Yankees. Did you see their quote-unquote aggressively shopping Eric Hosmer Left-handed first baseman and Will Myers. No, Will Myers would be fun. I love Will Myers. I I don't really I like the no batting gloves. Yeah, I'm Eric Hosmer. Sure that Eric, anybody that the Yankees are linked to currently is not going to happen. No, yeah, it's going to be somebody. I we think don't. it's going to be somebody. Yeah, like a Hosmer or Will Myers. We're going to get, get Jeff Mathis and call it a day. Another <laughs> another catcher in the platoon. Steven Vote. Do you think there's anything to the Sean Murphy rumors? I would hope so. Those rumors very, were created but... by people on Twitter, I think. When did you show me one report that said we were linked to Sean Murphy? The same guy that said we're on the one yard line of Matt Olson. Who's that? I'm sure, I'm it, sure Nightingale said it somewhere. Does it matter? The whole joke <laughs> is that he said we were pending medicals on Matt Olson. <laughs> I think it's going to be Chris Bryant. You think so? I think, I think because think? we haven't talked about it at all, I think we're going to get I feel him. like nobody's been talking about him going anywhere. I'll say this my immediate thought. Why don't the, the Giants want him? Dude, honestly, he was great. It honestly does fit perfectly with like the Yankee mentality of like playing someone in a different position every single day. Yeah. I, I would love him. My He's, immediate thought when we got Donaldson was you got him for $25 million or you could get Chris Bryant for twenty seven. If we get Chris Bryant, I think he's immediately my favorite player. He's, 
I love, I absolutely love Chris Bryant. I'm all in. I would that. buy his jersey Same. on the spot. Let's go I together. Absolutely buy his jersey. We'll go to the MLB shop now that I'm a New Yorker and we can. Should we just that. list off every single person who could possibly go to the Yankees? Talk about it for a second, <laughs> then, go back, then go back and say we called it. Yeah. Yeah, we do. So we have it on record. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we yeah. can clip it. Like Daniel Vogelback is going to be that guy, <laughs> yeah. dude. If we bring in Daniel fucking Vogelback, get out of here. Pools hasn't nah. retired yet, has he? No, he's still got like, like eleven years left. In his no, contract. that's funny. That's one. No, of he's the, a free agent. Yeah. What? That ten years is yeah. over already? Yeah. That's already. Gonna bring in <laughs> NLDH. Dude, he. you want to know what's funny? He's one of the like two players the Red Sox are in on and pursuing. That's funny. Yeah, he's forty-two years old. Yo, that's how insane. is he still kicking it? Some of these guys, he's not kicking it. He had a negative WAR last year. He's like twenty home runs shy of seven hundred. That's right. why. How many? Like 20. That'd be um, cool if we just signed him so he could get it at Yankee City. He's not going to get fucking 20 home runs next year. No, we can sign him after he gets released after 18 with 20 games left, and then maybe he can hit two with the Yankees. and He can retire a Yankee with 700 home runs. Where's Trevor's story going? Cardinals. You'd think that'd be cool. Good for them. Eh, I could be on board with that. I like the Cardinals. All right. He's, you think is going back to... Yeah. I think that was kind of inevitable. I think it was. I think that kind of happened yesterday. I think him going back to Houston kind of just came quick. Also, do you have you noticed his brother? I don't even remember his name, but he plays baseball. A brother-in-law or something. He just tweets like the eyeball emojis like once every two days. Like the market will heat up for Carlos Gray and he just tweets the eyeball emojis. Like, shut the fuck up, man. You don't know anything. Shut up, man. Agreed. What about Jonathan VR? Wouldn't hate that. He's got some speed. Let's either go all in on one side or the other. Just get a bunch of fast guys and just be the small ball team that I've wanted to be from the my my fanhood, or just get a a lot every home run hitter on the market, and then just be able to beat anybody in a fight. NFL free agency is also heating up. We should just absolutely. <laughs> right. I think that's the end like of this an episode. offensive lineman. I think Zach Wilson will hit really well in center field. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. That was our reaction to the Yankees trade. We're going to continue with the roll calls. Another episode. Gallo will be coming out on Wednesday. And then we're going to release another one, another one, another one. And, uh, yeah. Leave reviews. Leave reviews, please. Subscribe to the YouTube. Love you guys. I think we can, I think we can write this ship. I don't know. Let's do that baseball. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya! Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.